A reading from the first letter of St. John. Beloved, this is the message you have heard from the beginning. We should love one another. Unlike Cain, who belonged to the evil one and slaughtered his brother. Why did he slaughter him? Because his own works were evil and those of his brother righteous. Do not be amazed then, brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love our brothers. Whoever does not love remains in death. Everyone who hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life remaining in him. The way we came to know love was that he laid down his life for us. So we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. If someone who has worldly means sees a brother in need and refuses him compassion, how can the love of God remain in him? Children, let us love not in word or speech, but in deed and truth. Now this is how we shall know that we belong to the truth and reassure our hearts before him in whatever our hearts condemn. For God is greater than our hearts and knows everything. Beloved, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence in God. The word of the Lord. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Sing joyfully to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful song. Know that the Lord is God. He made us, his we are, his people, the flock he tends. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name. The Lord is good, the Lord whose kindness endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. Dominus Fobiscum, Lexio Sancti Evangelii Secundum Ioannum, Jesus decided to go to Galilee, and he found Philip. And Jesus said to him, Follow me. 
Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the town of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and told him, we have found the one about whom Moses wrote in the law and also the prophets, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. But Nathanael said to him, can anything good come from Nazareth? Philip said to him, come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, here is a true child of Israel. There is no duplicity in him. Nathanael said to him, how do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. And he said to him, Amen, amen. I say to you, you will see the sky opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Verbum Domini. Remember back uh, in the 80s, the U.S. Army had this, uh, this slogan they used for their marketing, recruiting. It says, uh, be all you can be, or it's not just a job, it's an adventure. And we can say the same for the Christian life. You know this? Christian life, we, we look at it, say, from the outside, and hey, that, that looks really difficult, you know, that, you know, that's maybe too hard for me. It's just a bunch of rules, it's boring, you know, but Jesus invites us. And Jesus, in his invitation, though we, as, as Christians, as we take up the cross, it may seem too difficult. It may seem impossible, but the Lord always amazes us. God always makes a way. And that's what we see for in the, in the Gospels here for these early disciples, Jesus is calling, but also the saint that we celebrate today, Saint John Neumann. And in knowing that, that's what God, the Lord, does for each and every one of us. So, right here in this gospel passage, here is Jesus inviting, calling those to come and see. And when we come to Jesus, you know, we, we, we go and we give our lives to him. You know, we may enter the church. You know, we start a relationship, a devout life participating in charity, continuous prayers. You know, it is a relationship of us and the Lord. He builds, builds, builds on it. But with this come and see, it's not a just a one-time invitation. 
this come and see, goes deeper. Remember that the Lord, that God, the Almighty, that He's infinite. No, that, his, that we will spend an entire eternity gazing upon Him in amazement. Because His love has no end. Remember, He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. So there's always more, more love. That's just how great God is. And Jesus, who calls us to come and see, we will come and see for eternity. See, and, and this is all, all his love here. And that's what we got to know first, that he loves us. That's why he calls us, because he loves us unconditionally. He wants us close to himself. No, he, call, he calls us to a life like his. No, so he gives us these moral teachings because of, out of love for us to protect us, to keep us safe. And these disciples here are, no, they're, they're really amazed at what the Lord is saying. Here they met Jesus, and here they are struck by his words. You know, captivated by his presence, his character, his goodness, his love. No, and they want to follow him. And then we have this young man, Nathaniel. And Nathaniel, no, he's uh, sitting under the fig tree at, at one point. You know, they, they come and tell him, hey, we've, we've met the, the Savior, you know, here, come on. He says, from Nazareth, oh, good, 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 we're about a Nazareth. Well, he's going to find out. You know, here, here is the Messiah. Here's the anointed one. And then he has this conversation with Jesus. And Jesus says, hey, he says, I, I saw you under the fig tree. So there, you know, Nathaniel is, 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 is well, you know, he's, he's impressed. He's struck, you know, so, oh, oh, gosh, you know, you are, you are God. Here you are. And, and you know, there is like, see, Nathaniel, you know, being under the fig tree, and back at that time, the fig tree represented peace for the Hebrew people. And that the type of peace that was, that, that, is, that, that, that is like where we don't get disturbed, where we, we, may, we remain unshaken by whatever happens. And so this is what, what, is, what, is, what, is, uh, what is going through Nathaniel right now. No, that, wow, here he is. Here's the one who comes to bring true peace. Know who we call the Prince of Peace, and what is even more so with, uh, in, uh, striking to Nathaniel is that, see, Jesus knows where he was, but Jesus also knows his heart, what his desires are. Jesus knows who he truly is. Here's a here's a man with no guile. You know, he he has him. He has everything, he knows everything about him. And that's what Jesus knows about each and every one of us. And Jesus says, okay, yeah, you know, you're amazed because I saw you in the fig tree. He says, wait a minute. He says, wait, you haven't seen anything yet. You know, we see heaven, heaven and earth open up. You see the Son of Man descending, you know, ascending into, into heaven. You know, see, there's more to come, a lot more. And, you know, this, this, this graces, these favors of God are for all of us. 
And many of you who have been walking in the Christian life, you know, have been devout, you've seen that in your own lives. And today, this saint we celebrate, uh, John Neumann, he too had an experience with the Lord. Here's a man at a young age. He was born around the year 1811 in Bohemia, now the modern-day Czech Republic. And he wanted to be a priest. He felt called by God to be a priest, loved the Lord, knew where God was calling him. There he is, has his experience of come and see. Well, he becomes educated. And then the, the bishop of, of, of his diocese says, well, we're not going to ordain any priest. There's too many, too many priests. So they, he stops ordaining. <laughs> I wish we had that problem today, you know. There's too many of us. <laughs> we need more and more. Anyhow, you know, there, there's too many priests. So, so who, I mean, imagine how he feels. You know, I'm called by God to be a priest, and I can't be one now. What's next? So after prayer, he writes to different bishops. One of them, the Bishop of New York. And the bishop then calls him, invites him to come to New York. So there he goes to New York. He's ordained a priest. And as a priest, he pours himself out, giving himself to God. You know, he's uh, a missionary in the diocese. He's going to different places, you know, going to, uh, to locations where there's no churches. He's given the sacraments, you know, teaching the faith. And then in around 1852, he's made a bishop of Philadelphia, becomes bishop of Philadelphia. And at that time, there were, I think there was only like two schools. During his tenure, there was now 100. And you see, uh, of course, God has given him this vision, this work to do. And the Lord gave him everything he needed to do the work. You know, back time in that time in the United States, there was huge, huge uh, immigration, you know, migration from, from Europe all, all over the world. Oh, and uh, John Neumann had the, the gift to learn languages. So he knew like Italian, Spanish, Dutch, even Gaelic. So when these immigrants came over, they were so impressed by him, and, and some of them thought that he, he was either Italian or he was Irish because he knew the, the language so well. See, but, see, that just goes to show how God gave him everything he needed to do his work. So he, uh, he passed uh, 1860, and he goes to be with the Lord. Now for all of us, God calls us. He's calling us to come and see further and deeper. And as I was saying earlier, it never ends. We keep coming. We keep seeing. And, you know, sometimes we, we can get in the way ourselves. See, life throws us many obstacles. You know, there's always going to be something going wrong. There's always going to be some kind of trouble well, we can do two things. We can go to the Lord. We can bring it to the Lord and ask for the grace to endure, to persevere through it. Or we can just turn in on ourselves, become negative. No doubt God. No, it's either, either one or two things. 
See, and then when, but when we turn to the Lord, you know, he has the way to make things right, to make all things beautiful, to make everything work for the good, just as he did for St. John Neumann, for these early disciples who become apostles. And yeah, we may come to some hardships, but remember what he tells Nathaniel here. He says, hey, you know, he's, he's going to make things happen. You're going to see things you haven't seen before. No, God, God provides. God is faithful. Even though we may be unfaithful, he's always faithful because he cannot deny himself. So whatever it is that, you know, we're struggling with today, having some doubts, give it to the Lord. And as, as, as St. Paul uh, tells us in the book of Ephesians, he says, now to him who can do more than you could ever ask or imagine in Christ Jesus, to him be glory forever. Give it to God. Know he loves you and know he will provide. God bless you all.